0: Hey, what's up? It's Zach Neal. We're doing our third and final part of this first marketing series, Marketing 101 Part 3. If you haven't heard Part 2 or Part 1 and you're interested in the marketing thing, you should go and take a listen. This is for musicians, artists, models, performers, business people, anybody that has a need for marketing. Marketing a product or marketing yourself or your skill. This is good for you, and this is the third and final part of our first series, Marketing 101. Did Part one, did part two. This is part three. We're going to dive in right now. Okay, no fancy song, no intro music, no bells or whistles. We're going to jump right in. Really quick recap. We've talked about how you should handle approaching your marketing. It's about starting a conversation between two people, just like you would start a conversation in the real world. Then we talked about what type of marketing you should be doing specifically on the social platforms that a picture is more valuable than a video, what type of pictures you should be using, how you should pose those photos, all that kind of stuff. Then we talked a little bit about hashtagging and what time of day is best for posting stuff on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, etc., etc. Now we're going to talk about the important thing. Metrics. This is the fun stuff, <laughs> and I'm not being coy here. It is not really the fun stuff, but it is the most important stuff. The metrics are, how do you know when you're being successful with your marketing, right? If you're selling a shit ton of product, you're getting millions of followers, and you're an overnight success, and clearly, you know you're being successful. But on the smallest level, we're talking about you're launching your Instagram for your business tomorrow from zero, obviously you're going to pimp out your friends and your family to follow you and like your stuff and you know you get that we call that a fake following because it's people that support anything that you already do they're your friends so they don't count even if they buy your product they don't really count because they're they're your friends right so how can you judge if your marketing is successful or not at such a low you know low level so it's all about metrics and the metrics that we're going to use to determine if we're being successful or not are really simple it's two parts. It's numbers and engagement because that's that's the two things that you're always going after. You're looking for numbers because everyone wants more and more followers. But I'll tell you this. Numbers are not as important as engagement. I would rather have, this is 100% true, I would rather have 10,000 fans or customers that are fully engaged with most of my content than have 100,000 with a 10% engagement rate. Now, if you're halfway decent at math, you just caught that that's the exact same thing. 10,000 fans, 100% engaged, or 100,000 fans, 10% engaged is the same number. And realistically, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. It's numbers and engagement. Engagement is more important than numbers, but numbers are important also because you want to reach more people. Not everybody is engaging on social media. There's a lot of people that I call them like, just the passive bystanders. They read your posts, they might even throw you a like once in a while. They're being influenced or affected by them, but they're just not the type of people that engage. They don't comment ever. They're people like like someone's mom, you know, a lot of my friends are like my mom is social media. She never uses it. Oh, she uses it. She's on there every day looking at your shit and everybody else's shit. She's privately and quietly judging everything you post, right? She just doesn't engage. She doesn't drop her two cents off. She doesn't leave Uh, a comment or a like on anything. She just uh, quietly browses. She's like the peeping Tom of the internet. And that's how a lot of people, believe it or not, are when it comes to social media. They, They don't engage. They just watch, read, and look, but they don't get involved. So numbers are important, but real numbers. Don't ever use a service that promises money for more likes or more engagement or more followers because it's fake. It's not real. There's no point in doing that. You're not you're not actually winning new customers. If you're going to spend money on anything, spend money on advertising on those platforms, right? I'm not a huge proponent of advertising because I haven't had to do it in the type of business that I'm in, but I have. Don't get me wrong. I have spent tens of thousands of dollars on Facebook and uh, you know, other types of social media and online marketing, just not for my own specific restaurant brands and pop-ups because the media fuels those things. I don't need to do that. But in other businesses where I've consulted for, and uh, even other businesses that I've had, I have absolutely spent lots of ad dollars on those platforms. So numbers and engagement, how do you get them? You want to get them organically. Organically can come through advertising. I'm going to touch on Instagram ads and Facebook ads for like a minute and a half. We're going to go real quick through this. Instagram ads and Facebook ads work. They're the absolute best value in the entire world for your business or your money. Never spend a single dollar on radio. Never spend a single dollar on television. Never spend a single dollar on any print advertising of any kind ever. I would still say web banners don't work. Some people are still having success with web banners or they think they're having success with it. Yellow pages, publications, nothing that is physically printed is worth your money ever under any circumstances. The radio, I, I can't say this enough. Traditional terrestrial radio is not worth anything ever. Do not waste your money on it. Not because it doesn't sometimes work, but because the cost to the return is so far apart. It's, there's no, the ROI on it is terrible. You'll spend $10,000 on radio and get a $1,000 return. That's, that's honestly probably the realistic numbers these days. It's not worth it. There are non-terrestrial radio things that I think are worth like iTunes radio is worth spending money on Sirius XM. I think can be worth spending money on things like that, but it, de- it just depends on what you're buying it for. And I'm not going to get into rate cards or any of that shit because that's go do your research. But for the most part, I would just steer away from radio altogether. Some of it can work. And sometimes there's bargain deals out there on non-terrestrial radio, but not worth it. Television's a fucking giant waste of time. The cost again—it's the cost, it's the ROI. It's just not there. What it costs to run those ads, <coughs> excuse me, versus the return is not—it doesn't add. The best value in history, in the history of the world, the best value in marketing is Facebook and Instagram ads right now, and specifically Instagram story ads, Facebook story ads. These are the ones that you get the most bang for your buck. They fucking work. First of all, they work. Second of all, they're cheap as shit. You can you can decide your budget. It tells you what your reach is gonna be, your reach potential. It's like the only ad platform where it tells you in advance what you're gonna get and then at the end it gives you the it gives you the big data that tells you exactly what you got. How many people clicked, what age they were, what their gender is. There's so many fucking very, you know uh there's so many demographics in there and there's so much information spit out at you that you can't lose with this kind of advertising. And again, it's fucking economical as fuck. It's so cheap to run this stuff. You'd have to be a moron to not see the value in it. So if you're going to spend ad dollars, spend them there. I'll give you one more reason why this is important. Facebook and Instagram collectively. And I've been, I've been, by the way, I've been preaching this since 2009 when I was, Running advertising and marketing for multiple different brands and companies, and I was trying to convince big brands and big companies to spend money on Facebook advertising, and they were laughing me out of the office most of the time. This is Facebook and Instagram is the largest gathering of humans in the history of the world. There has never been a place ever where 1 billion people have gathered in one centralized location at the same time, let alone. Two or three billion people when you combine Facebook with Instagram. The numbers are massive and they speak for themselves. So, you want to go as an advertiser, you always want to go where the people are, where the largest group of people are. That's where you want to be. So, with that said, Facebook and Instagram advertising works and it's where you should spend your money. Now, let's get back to what we started with metrics, numbers, and engagement. And how do you measure if you're being successful? Really easy. A lot of guys in marketing, they always want to tell you these big, fucking, drawn out stories. And it's a roundabout way to answer a question without answering. I'm going to give you a solid answer. Here's how you measure it your engagement should be 10% of your audience. That's your baseline. If you're not getting 10% engagement from your audience, there's something wrong with your marketing. There's something wrong with the content. There's something wrong with your product. It's not appealing. Or you're hitting the wrong art audience. You're targeting the wrong people. Now, that's a really controlled atmosphere on social media because you can choose your audience. Facebook and Instagram let you get so detailed that you can you can literally get down into, I only want women between the age of 30 and 34 who live within three miles of the Whole Foods who are into opera and sex in the city. You can literally get that detailed. If you haven't had any experience with Facebook advertising It's, it's really, really compelling and it's really brilliant the way that it's, you know, the way that it's run. It's, it's really is something special and you can get that detailed and you can be that specific with your marketing, which allows you to custom tailor your audience. You might think that you're marketing to the right audience and find out later based on your engagement that you're not. That engagement percentage that I gave you at 10%, it accounts for the passive bystanders, the people I told you, the watchers, the peeping Toms of social media, it accounts for those people. That's taken into account that you might have, you know, 20 or 30% of your audience are watching and they're just not engaging. That's accounted for in there. So you want a 10% engagement rate. That's the metric that you should be using to know if your marketing is working. If you're getting above 10%, pay attention. You might post 20 posts on Instagram over, you know, 10 days and maybe all of them are averaging around 10%, and then one of them that you post got 40% or 50% or 20%, whatever, a much higher engagement rate, pay attention to what was different about that post compared to your previous posts and try to replicate that model because there there would be something different about that. And maybe it's not even the content. Maybe it's a different time of day that you tried to post or a different day of the week or, or your hashtags, whatever about it made it special Pay attention to that. This is, you know, look, you don't have to be a math nerd. I don't have to have a fucking college degree. I don't. I'm a high school dropout. Remember, I've got an eighth grade education. You don't have to be a genius to sort this out, but you have to pay attention to the data. The data, as they say, the devil's in the details. The data is everything. Knowing your audience. So the first metric to understand if your marketing is successful, minimum 10% engagement. If you're not getting 10% engagement from the start, keep fine-tuning your marketing, your images, your hashtags, your messaging, your product, your audience. Tweak all of those things out until you're getting there. If you're doing above 10% consistently, you're doing great. Then just try to improve upon what you have. As far as numbers, for a brand new company, a brand new brand or product or whatever, I would say that you should you should set a number that is greater than 10 but less than 100, okay? I know that's broad, but greater than 10 and less than 100 for daily growth on Instagram and Facebook. You should set a target for yourself that you want to grow by X amount of people per day. Now, if you have the time to go leave comments and talk to people and really, I'm talking spending five, between five to seven hours a day on the internet, engaging with other people and potential customers, like this is a job. If you have the time to do that, or even if you have the time to spend three hours a day, an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, an hour at night, really engaging on social media, you could probably get it done in three hours. But if you don't have that time, the ad platform will work for you. Don't worry about it costing a lot because it doesn't. You can set a daily ad budget of $5 a day. You can afford 5 bucks a day. If you've had any type of vice in your life, whether it be chocolate chip cookies, cigarettes, a cocktail every day, you can afford $5 a day for you, for your dream, for your business, for the thing that you love and want out of your life. Please don't tell me that you can't afford $5 a day because everybody on this planet has something that they're spending $5 a day on that isn't nearly as important as your dreams. So set a budget even at the lowest end at $5 a day. Even if you only do it three days a week, so set a $15 a week budget for your ad, your ad will target all those people for you and save you the time of having to be on social media three hours a day, you know, trying to engage with people that would be interested in what you're promoting. So the metrics are simple again 10% of your audience size engagement on your posts. Work in averages, it doesn't have to be every single post. That means that if you have a thousand followers, you should be getting. 100 likes or like and, you know, likes and comments combination, 100 engagements on your post. Now, if you put out 10 posts a week and five of them got 150 likes and five of them got 50 likes, see what I'm saying? You're still, you're still hitting your target of 10%, your average, you're averaging 100. That's where you'd want to be. So 10% of your audience size engaging. If you're not getting that engagement, again, you have to make some tweaks Again, just to recap, the things that you would be tweaking would be your content might be off. The audience that you're trying to engage with might not be the right audience. Your messaging might be off. Your time of day might be off. Keep tweaking until you get the engagement that you're looking for. 10% engagement. And numbers for small people, startups, starting from scratch. Or if you have less than 3,000 followers right now, you're looking at the baseline of 10. You want 10 new likes or follows per day. And anywhere ten is good. Ten is baseline again. Up to a hundred being fantastic. If you're adding hundred people a day, you're doing something very right, and your product is compelling, or your messaging is is on target, or your ad dollars are working for you. That's what you're looking for. As your company grows, as it gets bigger, when you cross like the the five thousand mark, that's your first big plateau on social media. You cross five thousand followers on um you know on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. That's like your first big plateau. Then from there, your growth rates should be going up, not down. If you were adding 10 people a day before, you need to be adding, at 5,000, you want to be adding 20, 25 people a day because you have the shareable factor now. That means when you're posting things, now the people that already follow you have the ability to share it, comment and tag friends. If no one is sharing your content ever, if you look at Facebook and you never have any shares, then what you're posting isn't compelling it's going out either or it's not compelling to the audience that's consuming it. You're hitting the wrong people or the messaging or the product just aren't appealing to people. You should be seeing lots of shares. People should be sharing your content because you're posting shit that they're excited about. Shares build your following big time. It all re, it all directs back to you. So people are hearing about your, you know, your product or your brand right there through the sharing. So once you get to the point of 5,000 people, it should be growing itself. Do you see what I'm saying like someone sees their friend comment on your page or share something that you posted. And that's becoming, as you grow, that becomes bigger and bigger. And it just, it'd be like a chain reaction. It just starts happening on its own and so on and so forth as the numbers go up and you get to 10,000 is your next big plateau. And then you start to grow even bigger and bigger and bigger. I used to have a different Instagram. Personally, I had a different Instagram. Like when Instagram first came out, I had an Instagram. And at that time I had a really big following on other sites um, I had a huge MySpace following and, you know, like like almost a million people. And I had, a, you know, back when I was a musician and I had a, a really, really big Facebook following. And over the years I've had, you know, I've made some poor decisions back in the day where I was one of those people where I was like, I'm sick of this. I'm getting off of social media. I deleted my Facebook at one point. And, you know, I used to max you out at like 5,000 friends or something. I deleted it. I had deleted my Twitter. My Twitter had like 55,000 followers. I deleted it. Um, I mean, this is back... excuse me this is like 2010 you know 2011 around that time so I had to start over and uh so I myself today I sit around 8,000 you know followers on Instagram so my next big plateau is going to be 10,000 when I hit 10,000 you know then I'm going to be looking at different things but I personally I don't engage I don't actively try to grow my personal Instagram too much um I'm too focused on my brands I'm focused on Beetle House which is We sit at around 30,000 on one account and like 20,000 on the other. And and, uh, Facebook, we're at 110,000. These are the accounts that I'm hyper-focused on. And Electric Pussycat and Cake Shake and the businesses and brands that I'm building are more of my focus point. Um, So that's the type of engagement that I'm personally doing. But back on to recap again. So it's all about measuring your engagement You want 10% of your audience size, your growth. What is the metric by how you measure if something's working or not working so that when someone says to you in the future, oh, did you spend money on Facebook ads or Instagram is how they work out for you? You'll be able to know if I don't know if it did anything. You have to know. Take a screenshot of your following size before you run an ad so you have a base point to know how much you grew, right? Just some easy tricks. Take a look at your engagement. What are you getting? Go go even now. Go back into your Instagram or your Facebook across your last couple months of posts and look at your engagement rate. Again, just 10%. If you've got 1,000 followers or 1,000 likes, you should be getting 100 interactions. If you're not, now, there's one variable to that that I haven't discussed and I will address this. Facebook specifically, and I guess Instagram now as well, they limit the size of your audience, meaning that when you post something, 100% of the people who follow you and like you don't see it. That's how their ad model works. You can pay to boost a post to reach more of your own audience. So if you're not getting 10% engagement, that also could be a factor. And that could be that Facebook is not allowing 10% of your audience to see it, right? So there's other tricks. You can post and delete and repost, or some people do some shit like that. You can try different times of day. My my advice would just be that if you're serious about marketing Spend a little money. It's not the end of the world. Like I said, five bucks a day, even if you can only do it three, you know, three days a week, it's something, the more serious you are about it, the more you can spend on it. You know, some, when I'm doing ads uh, for different things, I'm spending, usually I set my daily spends at like 20 to $25 a day and I'll run those for seven days. But I see a big return out of that. When I'm trying to sell a product, like my book is coming out. I just had a marketing meeting this morning and I asked for a sizable amount of money for Facebook and Instagram ads. Because I'm trying to sell a book and my publisher wants to sell a book and I'm telling them, don't waste your time buying ads in food and wine magazines and things like that. Let's spend it on social media. Let's get some engagement. So if we spend a $1,000, I guarantee you I will sell $5,000 worth of books on every every single time that I run a $1,000 worth of marketing against it. So it's a worthwhile spend. So we've gone through the beginning, how to start the conversation, how to engage with people properly, how to have a human two-way conversation, which is marketing. We talked about using pictures versus videos, but that videos are still important, but not as important as pictures. What types of pictures you should use? Sorry, I think I got cut off on the last part there. Anyway, we talked about... Hashtagging pictures What types of pictures How to source them What time of day to post We talked about metrics How to measure If you're being successful With your marketing or not Whether you're spending money or not These are the same metrics That you need to be using You want to strive for a baseline Of 10% engagement You want to strive for growth At the smallest level of 10 Between 10 and 100 people a day That you're growing On your social platforms You're not going to grow the same On all platforms I want to give you that as well It'd be very difficult to do that you're going to have to focus one platform at a time. So decide which platform is going to be the one for you. You should be present on all platforms. You should don't be one of those people that's sold out to one one medium. You need to have Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Even if you don't use those platforms or you don't prefer them, you need to have them. And even if you're mirroring your posts, which I don't necessarily think is the smartest thing to do, meaning that you have like Hootsuite or some sort of app that's, you know, letting you anything you post on one is spreading across all of them. That's okay sometimes, but it's important to have different types of content on different platforms. But pick one that you want to be your home base, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, I would definitely say that those are the two that you should make home. And uh, and you're going to focus one at a time. When you get one built up, it's a lot easier to build the other one. Meaning that once you have 25 or 30,000 followers on Instagram, you can start direct to direct those people to Facebook and you can get them over there with rewards programs. What reason do they have to, to follow you or, or like you on Facebook now? If you know, well, we're offering this deal or this special thing, but only from our Facebook page. So that's how you're gonna drive people your, you know, to go that direction for you. Um, so we've covered all of these topics as I've been talking here, just things have been popping into my mind, some things, some pitfalls to look out for. But guys, this is the first time in world history where you have when an average person like myself or you has access. To this many people without spending this kind of marketing. By the way, what you can do right from your cell phone used to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. If I were to take you back twenty years ago, and say I could guarantee you that you could reach that you could reach fifteen hundred to two thousand people a day, guaranteed every day on a daily basis. That kind of marketing would have cost you around two thousand dollars a day, right? Fifteen hundred to two thousand. It was basically a dollar a head. That's what it would have cost you to have that kind of reach with no with no analytics to follow. Nobody was going to give you the big data and say, they can't tell you on a television commercial how old the people that were watching were or what, what their gender was or, or what their interests or likes. So they have no fucking idea. They can't tell you that on radio. They couldn't tell you that in print advertising. It was like a shotgun approach, just blasting marketing everywhere and seeing what stuck. That's why no one could ever track it. So they never really knew what was working. Businesses used to do fear advertising. If they had a really good year in 1988, they would just repeat everything they did in 1989, right? That they did in 88 because they would just be like superstition. Like, well, whatever we did last year works so just do it all the same again. I guarantee that 85% of those marketing dollars were wasted crap that wasn't working at all. But fear marketing was that if we don't do that again, maybe we don't do as well next year. All of that's been taken away. You can now reach out and touch tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people a day in real time through a platform that is free and costs you absolutely nothing unless you choose to buy some advertising. Now, just so you know, with Instagram and Facebook ads, you can reach that same number, that 1,500 to 2,500 people a day. You can get that kind of reach for like five Five fucking dollars to reach five thousand people think about that and you can put out any message you want you're living in an age of extreme power you have so much power in your fingertips and now is the time to harness it because just like google and aol and yahoo and all the big you know web providers and the big sites and search engines that used to be really cheap and really economical at one point and are now extremely expensive this isn't going to last this bubble of facebook and instagram and social media it's not going anywhere it's not going to burst but it's not going to last at this price i'm telling you right now in two or three years what you can buy today in advertising on facebook and instagram will cost you 10 times what it costs now in just a few years so take advantage of it get your following built up now because the next phase in your marketing evolution is you're going to start lending your audience that you've built out to brands and other companies for a price You'll be, an, you'll be influencing and you'll be selling space on your page to other people who want to market products and picking and choosing what you want to get involved with. I have done this many, many times where I've built website traffic or built social media profile traffic to the point where companies that I was consulting for and brands that I was building were paid tens of thousands of dollars to utilize their platform you know, for them to cross promote and market other things. Okay, guys. I hope that this has been helpful to you. This is this little three-part series. It's all about marketing. If you paid attention to my rambling and ranting over all three of these, you should have a good idea on exactly what you need to do to start promoting and marketing your product, your brand, etc. Today, and it will work. If you have questions, as always, you can DM them to me on Instagram at therealzackneal. Follow me on all social platforms at therealzackneal. If you enjoy my podcast, share it with a friend. I love you guys. I mean it. That's why I do this because I want to help. I want to be a resource for you. I want to give back as much as I can. So if I can be of any further assistance to you with anything else, never hesitate to reach out and contact me. And I will do my best to get back to you as soon as I can. Have a great, great day and a great weekend. See you.